When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Missing the point. Missing the point. Power rankings. We're doing it. I'm back. I took a week off, you know, just to collect myself. Miss the Chicago Bears season. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, blame me, man. <laughs> uh, you know, but obviously it's, that's gone like, as badly as it could be. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike thought you were going to be mad at me, and you tried to be mad at me for a few minutes about. I, no, I didn't. I'm, I'm, like, not, just, I'm not mad at you. I I don't <laughs> think that you were saying is unfair. I, it's impossible to defend the Chicago Bears. They're the most embarrassing team I think I've ever seen. Not like just this season. Um, especially with like how high the hopes got. Uh, I, mean, I was just trying to channel my inner my inner bear disappointment, man. It's so yeah. disappointing. It really no, is. No, it's incredibly disappointing. And I think that like, you know, I, I, this is obviously not relevant to the power rankings. And I don't think the Bears will be relevant to the power rankings this season. But um <laughs> You know, I, I'm I'm trying to convince myself that it's play calling and coaching, but like I've already done that with one coaching staff. Uh, I don't I don't think Everflus is like the best coach in the world, and like I think his adjustments show that. But there is just this like worry that like the overwhelming consensus seems to be that Fields is like not going to be able to operate inside a system, and like some essentially what a, the realization that's dawned on me is like. If you look at every single one of his highlights from last season, and I'm not saying saying I'm selling my stock, like I still do think he's really talented. If he can like get his shit together, I think he's got a great arm. I've seen him, you know, be really good on the deep ball. I've seen him be really good on his feet, obviously. But if you look at every single one of his highlights last season, um, they're all from broken plays. Like every single one is from a broken play. So you can't really win with a quarterback who's dependent on the play you design. Play you design. Failing completely. So, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I don't know. Not, I, I don't know the key to success. I don't, yeah, I don't I know. What to, I don't know what to do about that. And like, he's obviously never been great in press conferences either. And it's like, dude, you, you can't like believe you can't say coaching. You just can't do that. Like, it it just shows divisions and splits within the organization. And like, it, it's it's completely antithetical to the lines that everybody was putting out. Like we're all like rowing the same way. And I really do think our roster is better than it was last year. And I, I don't think that yeah, my I don't think that my excitement for the Bears season was like completely unfounded, like it could, based in nothing, you know, I, I or like delusion, like some of our um, trolls like to tell tell us on Instagram, and you like to agree with. I I think it was based on like informed things. Like I thought the linebackers we signed were really really smart. I thought you know bringing DJ Morgan was great. I thought we had a great uh, running core. Um, and I thought Justin Fields, uh, most importantly, was going to take a step up this season, and uh, he he's, he's regressed. So that's enough Bears talk. Yeah. Um, to leave playing, off, yeah, we get it out of the way. I know we're playing the second most embarrassing franchise in uh, in the NFL this coming Sunday. Um, we're playing the Denver Broncos. Fucking Sean Payton, just like. So embarrassing. <laughs> like, how can you talk that? That yeah. was more than I, I think, any coaching hire has ever talked. And it's almost equivalent to, like, the amount of hype that Russ got when they traded the farm for him or basically mortgaged their future for him. And it's like, you guys really need to, like, operate in silence. Like, the Denver Broncos need to learn to operate in silence because as much as, as embarrassing as the Bears are, at least all their PR stuff that's come out is very like normal PR stuff, like preseason PR stuff. Like, yeah, we're going to do great this season. We're, you know, we're really excited. Like, well, we're, we're here in training camp, all rowing in the same direction. Fucking Sean Payton was like, last year's coaching staff was fucking trash. Wait until the second coming arrives. I'm here to fucking change the game of football. And then he got blown out. And Mike McDaniel, mercy killed him at the fucking end by not kicking a fucking field goal. And I would just like to say, I'm kicking that field goal a thousand times out of a thousand times. Mike McDaniel is a better man than me. He is a better fucking man than me. Um, 73 all day. All day. And I liked what Shannon Sharp had to say about it. I, by the way, 
have you have you followed we don't make a point of talking about other talking heads here on this on this program especially ones with billion times larger platforms than we have but have you been following the whole shannon sharp like off-season saga skip bayless (laughs) murder skip bayless like he really was i think about to fucking like actually attack him on set um I really like him and Stephen A. To be honest, like I actually kind of like their energy together. And what he had to say about the Denver Broncos, I think, was very, uh, very apt. He was like, "I'm doing you a favor by fucking setting that record. Like, I'm letting you know that we we served you up a fucking fifty piece with twenty pieces for free, twenty more flats for free. It's like we're letting you know how fucking bad you are because you got to go like improve. I don't think that message was lost on them personally, but um, we'll we'll talk about that more when we get to the Miami Dolphins, which. Spoiler alert, might take a while since we started 10 here on the power rankings. Um, the the nice thing about this week, if you remember, Bob, last year we had a lot of weeks in we were a lot of weeks into the season where we still had to talk about a lot of Enigma teams. I think that this season there's a lot less parody. I think that we're really seeing who's good and who's not. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah, uh, bro. I was I, I, I want to say I was going through the power rankings, right? From six down is just garbage football. I mean, all right, I'll, I'll, that's a little harsh. From seven down is really just garbage football that, like, there's no one that's really good beyond that top six. It's like oh, well, six we'll, and then we'll a talk whole... About that I, I, do, I am still actually quite high on the Lions. Um, I actually okay, do. Okay. I actually do enjoy the, what the Lions are putting together. I think what they... Well, we'll, we'll talk about them, but... Um, the overall theme of, of this, I think, year is like the teams who suck suck and the teams who don't don't. There's maybe oh, yeah. a shout for the Bengals, typical late season, like, oh, shit, no, never mind. They're really good, especially watching them against um, who the, like the Rams in that, in that Super Bowl 2021 Super Bowl like reboot um, on Sunday night. I don't know if you caught that game. It was a very but, sad reboot. I mean, it is the same. Yeah, Monday night. Yeah, it was Monday, Monday night. night. There was two Monday uh, nights. It's weird. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't like it actually. Thankfully, the Eagles game was. I don't like dark. the Monday night stack. I'm not. I'm not no, big on the Monday night stack. I don't either. I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't like it. I just want one Monday night football game, and I wanted to stand on its own. I agree with well, you. Mark. And it's like I you can't. You, there's no. There's no mechanism to watch them both. That's that's the problem. I had you know double. I mean? There's no Sunday ticket, but it didn't work properly. Yeah, it's not the same, and it's not. It doesn't fill. Up, I hate to double box. It doesn't fill up the whole screen. You know what I mean? You're not utilizing my entire TV, bro. Like, I'm box and you go big or go home. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I like if, if they had Scott Hansen there, you know, doing both games. Like I'd watch I'd that. Be no down, problem. right? But you yeah, got for sure. Right, but like, there's no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, he works hard enough, but yeah, I, I thought, I thought the Bengals actually showed some stuff at the end. I, I thought the defense is sort of battled. And I think both of those teams are a little bit better than they're getting credit for in that game because like people are shitting on that game. And I think people are so quick to shit on games that are just like not blowout high scoring games. Like Pat McAfee went fucking berserk on this game. And I'm like, I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was like, if it's like going berserk, bro. Yeah, he does. Him, rant. He's just like waiting for a rant at any point, but. I think what I liked about it was it was like kind of old school. Like it felt like I was watching football in my Monday night football game in like 1998. You know, I was like, great defenses are battling. Nobody can really get it together. It's going to come down to like one or two big, big plays. And Jamar Chase makes one or two big plays. And T Higgins drops about fucking nine balls. But Jamar Chase makes one yeah, or two big plays. Yeah, what was up with him, man? That was weird. I don't know. He's just having an off night. I, I, think, I think talking about them is, is, is key for this, though, because like they should be in this top 10, right? I mean, I mean they're still when, when they're, you know, like yeah, they have to think about the better teams in this league. Yeah. Yeah. When you um, think about the better teams in this league, you definitely think about them. So it's like I weird do. that they're not on this list yet. So it makes sense that they're not on the list this week, but I I would predict, uh, if I was a Batman and I am, I would predict that they are gonna make the power rankings again, uh, at some point yeah. this season. Yeah. And you know, they all they are notoriously slow starters. I don't know if that has anything to do with like how their training camps get put together or like what, you know, I know that Burrow had did not do a ton of reps in the preseason. We're now at the week where like that's not an excuse anymore, right? Like you now have to be like good. <laughs> like you can take a week, maybe two, to do that. But once you're in week three, you gotta start throwing the ball properly. Listen, they won the game. I mean, I'm not, you know, taking anything away from them. And we know how those two teams match up um with that defensive line and everything. So I think that they did a good job of winning the game and, and in prime time nonetheless. But I think 
I think we'll, I think that they're not going anywhere. I, I, I think writing them off would be absurd. Uh, I, I've heard a few outlets with the sensational take of like the Bengals are done, like they're not the same team anymore, and the most be internal problems. No, that's the Buffalo Bills you're thinking of, and I'm not. I'm just not worried about the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I would call it an honorable mention, Bob. Honestly, because like I think it's important to to yeah. sort of be there thereabouts with a few teams that that aren't in there. I was surprised also in another honorable mention to not see the Falcons in there. Cause I, I am, I am high on my early uh, preseason Falcons prediction and I I'm enjoying this team being good, like legitimately good. Yeah, um, I'd say they were 11. If I'm being honest, I just, yeah. the fact that they got absolutely shut down. Yeah. And that, in that game, it just is scared me off of them for sure. Like but, I said, I don't think they're going to be a Super Bowl team, but I think they're really it's just like the Lions. The Lions saying. just said, well, the Lions just said, you know, uh, Bijan, you're not beating us. It's not, that's not what's happening. We're going to stack the box all fucking day and right. we're going to make uh, Ritter beat us. And he couldn't. And that just scares me. Yeah. But no, I'm, look, I'm not South, saying, I think I'm not they're, they're number one in the NFC South for sure. They're going to stay number one in the NFC South also is the thing. So, yeah. yeah, they're very beatable. And obviously, like, the quarterback position, like, they're not built to to win in today's NFL, you know, as the cliche goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I still am high on them. I really enjoy Bijan. I, mean, I just like watching him play football. He's super He's entertaining. So good. Um, I wish he was on my fantasy team. But alas, he is not. Uh, I I also thought the Bucks made a good account of themselves again, um, and and Baker Mayfield made a good account of himself again. And I know you put him in the honorable mention. The Ravens seem to have dropped out. The Ravens, you're you're. I believe yeah. your quote last week. If if um, let me paraphrase actually, because whatever. But I'm a hundred percent all in on Lamar and the Ravens. Now that they've got him weapons, I'm so sure about this team. They finally look like a team that can really. <laughs> Look at the guys they have. And I was a little confused listening to it because, as you know, I was down on the Ravens coming into this season, and I didn't think that their defense was good enough still, and I didn't think that the weapons they added around Lamar were crazy good. I mean, you know, Mike made the point on last week's show, which I really enjoyed, by the way. I was I had a really good time listening to you guys, uh, and I was jealous that I wasn't here. But I he made the point like, well, I mean, you know, Nelson Aguilar is like, he looks like an, a different guy now that he's on this team compared to compared to being on the Pats. It's like, does he? Are you sure? <laughs> like, I, he looks the same to me. Same height, same weight, same fucking ability. I don't, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent on that. I think Flowers is good. Um, I think that was a big addition. Flowers is definitely good. I think Mark Andrews is like solid still. I think he's probably still the second best tight end in the league, but that's like a distant second to Travis Kelsey because of like the standards he sets. As a quick aside. I don't give a fuck who Travis Kelsey is dating. I, I don't give a shit who Taylor Swift is dating. Yeah, I, no, I don't want really to talk about it. I, it's not a fun NFL storyline. There's like the scriptwriters this year, they're obviously on strike. They're, they're just clearly on strike. This is reality show yeah. shit. I don't Agreed. care about it. I read storylines last year, football storylines last year, storylines that, that really like impacted and mattered within the context of the sport that we know and love. It's a great package the NFL puts together. And by the way, it's Swifties. Don't come for me. This is not a criticism of your fucking yeah, capital. It's, it's a tough road to go down, man. No, I'm fine to give a fuck. <laughs> it, like, I mean, I, she, she, I will criticize her, but not because of this. I mean, Actually, she, maybe this is the route to go down. Because, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, yeah, right. Here comes know, the... Like, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I will, her. I will absolutely criticize her for... The thousands of dollars that her tickets cost for dads sitting in their car having fucking panic attacks because they have to go into their house and explain to their daughter that their favorite artist has priced them out of seeing them live because she's more about capitalism than she is about, you know, entertaining her fans. But like, that's not what her brand says. Um, also, Carly Rae Jepsen. I also heard she might be about something else more than entertaining your fans. I don't know if you heard about like the brainwashing and the. Could be. I would believe it. Listen, I don't trust the rich. It's not. It's not Taylor Swift's fault. I don't trust the rich. And it's a whole. Have, <laughs> it's like if you have two million dollars in the bank, I'm not talking about you. I don't trust the rich. The real rich, like the rich, rich, the ones that are having meetings about staying rich and laughing at us from rich cunt island. I'm not. I'm not sitting here it's saying it. it's a Taylor Swift problem. You know. Don't, um, trust, don't, don't trust the people that fireproof their house 24 hours before maximum fires weird, bro. You know, it's, weird, it's, bro. it's not a good... I'm suspicious <laughs> how Ryan Reynolds became a billionaire because I remember that being, that guy being a shitty fucking rom-com. I'm suspicious. 
I'm suspicious. That's all. I'm just asking questions, man. But listen, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, it's not about her. It's not about, she's like, you know, she's very successful. I'm sure she's a nice person. I don't give a fuck who Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, is dating. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit who Taylor Swift's dating. I don't give a fuck who Taylor Swift was dating before this. I haven't given a shit who she's dating after this. But listen, all good. I'm not trying to be a hater. You, this is getting you into football. This is helping you and your boyfriend fucking bond because you both became like cliches of the masculine and feminine ideal and you like Taylor Swift and he likes Travis Kelsey. Get after it. I, like, I, the more the merrier. Like, come on in. His, his jersey sales are up 400%. She's hanging out with his mom. It's adorable. It's so cute. Can't wait to hear the song about their breakup. But like, do we have to talk about it this much? Because I'm done talking about it. Uh, moving on. We're going to get into the power rankings here. Because I'm actually, I think there's a lot to talk about with, especially the top six. The, like you yeah. said, I think the top yeah. six have a lot of interesting storylines, non-Taylor Swift related going into this uh, into this wonderful week four. Um, the Seattle Seahawks, I'm surprised. Yeah. I, I, I thought that they were going to be decent, but actually they look like a genuine offensive threat. Um, I think that, like, I mean, we talked about it in the preseason rankings. Like, me and Mike were pretty high on him because of, like, the Pete Carroll factor. We think he's a good coach. We think that where they are in their um, – in their going going to their stadium is very, very difficult, and it always has been. Um, I think Arrowhead probably has pipped it. I don't think anyone's going to argue with that, but it's, it's hard to go there and win. Um, and I think, yeah, they're just, just still sort of there and thereabouts. What made you put him at 10 over the likes of the Falcons, the, the – um, the Saints, you know, other teams that have looked like they might possibly be decent. Um, so it, that, that 10 spot actually came down to a few different teams. It was the Ravens, uh, Falcons, and the Seahawks. Um, I picked the Seahawks because Ravens just lost to the Colts, and, you know, that kind of eliminated them immediately. Um, and then over the Falcons was just the quarterback. There's more faith in Geno Smith, man. I, I think they're very similar teams. I think they both can be very flawed at times and and look like flawed teams. But when it comes down to it, I just have more faith over Geno and, and Pete Carroll than I do over Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith. You know, like I, I like Arthur Smith, but uh, I just don't, you know, we haven't seen a proven, it's not been tested yet. And, and we saw the entire season out of Geno where he looks like a top 15 quarterback at the very worst. And at times, Desmond Ritter literally looks like the worst quarterback in football. At times, there there is times where he looks okay, but at times he looks really bad. Um, so so that's when they put the Seahawks in. Plus, they have some good wins under their belt. Um, you know, beating the Rams is pretty good. Actually, I think they lost yeah. the Rams. Um, but I mean, just you know, they have some they have some good wins under their belt, and I just like the way they look at times. You know, I, over over the rest of the teams, and it's. It kind of seemed like one of those things where it was like, okay, we might not talk about the Seahawks much more this year. So why don't we why don't we give them that ten spot? We'll talk about them a little bit, and we'll see if they can stick in. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, DK's on my fantasy team, and he's actually been doing better than I thought he was going to do this year for where I drafted him. I actually got him kind of low, and uh, he's he's been putting up some points. I like I just thought in my head I was like, I don't think Geno Smith's like the best deep ball quarterback in the world, and I think that's what DK Metcalf like thrives on. Um, but no, I think that they've really found a way to sort of retool that offense to Geno's strength. And I mean, yeah, two two games in a row, thirty seven points. It's nothing to sneeze at, you know. And 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 in the early iteration of the NFL so far, points have kind of been at a premium, you know. And, and seeing them put up that many points two straight weeks, mm-hmm. um, just you know, kind of gave them that next nudge up against the rest. Yeah, I I, I think they're very similar to the Patriots to be honest, uh, who I also think maybe could have skirted around this, this area. Um, they're really well coached. They have really big flaws in their roster and they're a tough place to go. And they're like on everybody's calendars. Right. So I think they're probably a better team than the Patriots. I think it was the correct choice to put them at number 10 and like the Pats struggling with an Aaron Rodgers list jets and like almost fucking that up is one thing. Um, and I'm sure, you know, there's a whole dedicated patch show every week, guys, like check that out after you check this out, if you haven't already. Um, but like, yeah, obviously that I'm actually, like, I'm I, actually on this week's I'm on this yeah, week. So check it I mean, out. I'm over because he's previewing the Cowboys, uh, playing the Pats, which I think should be a bounce, bounce back game to the Cowboys and it should be a demolition, but I don't think the Patriots are that bad. Fuck he might never, uh, when Belichick's the coach, obviously. Um, but I, they haven't quite figured out how to 
operate around max strengths the way that that Carol's found a way to operate around Geno's strengths. Also, Mac has a lot less weapons, if we're being honest. Um, but what, what's your opinion on that Patriots team? Just just quickly. They, they seem weird it, to me. Like that. they could, that, they could that, potentially yeah, take yeah, Dolphins if they. That's you know, things but, like. The, but that the, Mac Mac just he's not doing it for me, man. I, I'm a big Mac guy, but like I need to see him make a throw. I need to make him. Myself. I need I need a wow I need a wow moment out of that dude, and I haven't had a wow moment out of him in two years. You know yeah. what I mean? It's been a while yeah. since we had a Mac Jones moment, and yeah, you know, you can have bad players, you can you can have a bad personnel, but if you're an elite quarterback, bro, you got to have one every once in a while. You got to have every something while. that makes us be like, highlight. oh shit, this uh, fucking highlight. guy, this fucking any guy, highlight. right? Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, fair That's enough. That's my opinion uh, on the Pats. I think they could be good, but Mac Jones needs to step up. He needs to do something, bro. Got to do something. Fair, fair point. Um, but again, I mean, I do think that the way that that team's constituted in the coaching staff there, I th- well, one of the coaching staffs there, uh, <laughs> so with staff members there, they could go like take a game off the Niners. They could go like take a game off the Dolphins. Like you, I still think that that's possible for them. Um, I just don't know if they're going to go take important games in the playoffs, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. number nine, the Green Bay Packers. Wow, did not think I would see them on this list this year. Uh, let's fucking rumble right past this. I didn't think they looked that good, uh, to be honest. I, I, I don't see what people are talking about with with love. I think it's a, it's a bounce. I think it's an early bounce. Um, I think that there, there's very, 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 very little tape on him, and I think once that tape starts to emerge, just me, just the layman watching at home, I'm like, oh, they're gonna figure this guy out. Like it's it's right there. It's it's right there to get them figured out. And I think the first team to do that is going to take them off this list, and we're not going to see them back again. But talk me out of it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, see, I think tomorrow is a big game for them against the Lions, um, which is another good Thursday night game, by the way. It's just yeah. three in a row. Yeah, they so really proved that they knew. They knew. They knew the last yeah. season it was a disaster. So. I mean, you just felt bad for oh, Mike was at some point where he was doing like Texas Jaguars in week eight on a Thursday. Like, bro, this fucking guy, he's got to be hating his life. Yeah. Um, he's just paid. Yeah. No, I, I just like the fact they beat the Saints and they put up those points on this defense, man. I mean, I think the Saints defense is real. It was three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row, they had shutouts through. Um, two of the teams they had shutouts through two quarters. And I think they didn't let up more than 20 points and they still haven't. So sure, the fact they're going to put up 18 points. Yeah, the offense isn't great. But the fact that they're able to put up 18 points um, in a quarter, you know, in crunch time, just I, I like the way Jordan Love looks. I really do, man. And I know, like you said, there's not much tape on him. But it takes him nuts to go down and get that two-point conversion like they did at the end of the game. I think he's confident. And, I think he's confident. And, I don't think and I then have, have that drive. I don't yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and then that drive at the end, though. I mean, that's 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 something right there that already to me puts Jordan Love above Matt Jones because Jordan Love just had a moment where he actually drove a fucking team down the right. field and won the game for them, and that's something that like not many quarterbacks have in them. Like, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to ever see Desmond Ritter leave a two minute drive, you Marcus, know, eighty four yards for for the win. You know what I mean, like. There's, yeah. there's just certain quarterbacks that can do that, and he proved that he's one of them. That to me just takes his team and puts him up a whole nother level. Yeah, is Jared Goff one of those guys? Have I been like drastically underrating him? Now moving on to the number he eight, might be. is he yeah, better than I thought? Is that am I am I realizing that now? Is he better than I thought, or does he just have really good weapons and a really good offensive scheme? I think, but like, I think there's something to be said to be able to be as as consistent as he is with those weapons you know what i mean like even the rams team back in the day like he was really good on that team that went to the super bowl so i think if you put him in the right situations he can be very very good and it's like he's not going to be that guy that's gonna elevate you like a pat mahomes or like a josh allen or like right but like i think if you put him in the right situation he's definitely a dude that can be you know, I can't even think of the type of guy. Like, I don't even know. Like a Donovan McNatton. No, that's not even right. Like uh, a Tony Romo. Tony, yeah, yeah, like Tony Romo. Like that, that, that tier yeah. where 
where where yeah. he can get you there if you put the right He's not going to get Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, he's got the talent and the ability if you put the pieces he's around got a, him. He's got a cannon, too. He's got a fucking cannon. Yeah. I mean, I like his arm a lot. And and the thing is, is I think I hated him in relation to the Rams. You know, I, I think I think he got some stink on him down there. And like the way that they were putting that team together before they did the big trade for Stafford. I, I think he got some stink on him there. And I think that I, I sort of associated them with him with that trade. And also he plays to the Lions who, who you know, everyone's got their least uh, disliked division rival, right? When And the Lions are definitely mine because they've never done anything to hurt my feelings. And yeah, it, seems yeah, like they're gearing up. it seems like they're gearing up to do shit to hurt my feelings. It seems like we're coming down the pipe on that. But obviously the Packers, number one, most fucking hated. I mean, if you can't tell by the two and a half minutes I spent on the number nine of the power rankings. You're like, uh, wait, fucking Packers? Like, yeah, I don't think he's the guy. You think he's the guy? Cool, moving on. Um, so... Listen, I mean, I, I don't want the Lions to be good, but I actually, strangely, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you in your life where you're looking at one of your division rivals and you're like, I like their roster. I like, I like their roster. I like how they play football. Like, it's just, I, I'm, in basketball, you can be a sports atheist. In like, like, much more agreeably a sports atheist where you can, like, look at other players and other teams. It's like an open relationship, basketball more so than a, than a monogamous one, right? Where you you can, like, look around and you can be like, hmm, how's the... I like the way that dude plays basketball, man. I like the way I like his handles. I like this. I like that. In football, you got to be really careful about that. You got to be really like, fuck that other team. This is my shit. I only like this team. You got to be much more diehard about it. So I am, I am skirting the line here, saying that I actually do like the Lions roster as it's currently constituted. Um, especially though, and this is my my little uh, bugbear about it, because they're not quite good enough. Like you can tell that they're not quite there. Like they have mm-hmm. holes. They have. I think they have definite defensive issues still um, in a way that I think they're going to get opened up in a, in a big way against a, against a big team. It could happen tomorrow, you know, I, I, with with how the Packers are playing. Like you said, if if, if your world is true, if your reality is true, um, it could happen tomorrow, Thursday night for uh, for for uh, the Thursday night football game against the Packers in the line. But I, I enjoy Amon Ross St. Brown a lot. Um, I really enjoy their running backs. I, I am actually growing to enjoy Jared Goff as a as a as a QB. Um, and Dan Campbell is just. And I like their coach. I was just going to say I like their yeah. coach too. So and you know as much as he was kind of corny coming in and the stuff he was saying about establishing culture coming in, I think he's you know he's kind of growing on me and I think he's he's kind of got it. He might be this year's Brian Dable because we're not going to be talking about Brian Dable as much as you, I know you have a massive fucking hard on for Brian Dable. So we're not going to be talking about him that much this year. I don't think so. You could use him Doesn't as, seem your, like as, it, no. as your Brian Dable up this year. I mean, he did perform miracles with that fucking roster last season. I'll give him credit for that Dable. I mean, but um, that team sucks. So yeah, they're, like, not. Definitively they're bad. Like, <laughs> definitively. like it happened so fast. It was like, we got three or four teams and the bears included where it was like, Oh, you're bad. We're done. We're, we, we're, you're, we're forgetting about you. I mean, the fact that we have to watch the Bears and the fucking uh, Broncos feels it's it's a real uh, encouragement to the idea that I this feel like that's like a story that I don't think I've ever seen a game with two teams that have such low. Uh, I mean, just have we're so demoralized the week. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Just, just that game just, again, zero, zero. It could be a fuck. Sorry, <laughs> honestly. I saw, I saw like a uh, a meme thing that was like, "What happens if we tie?" And the NFL was like, "We'll kill you both." <laughs> you're both dead we're killing both really, i would move that franchise out of chicago at this point start over actually the chicago fucking sea turtles like start a new one because the bears are done like move them out because i can't i i really just can't because the, the one thing i've been holding on to is like it's been two weeks guys it's been three weeks guys if we go and draw to the fucking denver broncos i you're gonna have to replace me on this show i can't talk about football anymore if that happens cut two <laughs> and it's a tie um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I do like the Lions roster, and I do think that that eighth uh, spot on the power rankings this week feels right. It feels correct. Um, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, boss. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. one, my one little ray of light uh, of this season. I really like them. Shocking. Uh, you seem to be forced yeah, to put them on the power rankings because they're number one in their division. Um, that it probably wasn't happen, easy. For actually, you. I'm probably it probably wasn't an easy thing for you to do. But this week, I thought, first of all, they beat a Browns team who looked better this week. So it's like when you go to a college and then they make your college nice. 
after you leave, it's like your degree gets a little nicer than when you. That's what they did to us, bro. That's what they yeah, did no to shit. Us. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> that's happened to me. Um, so that's how I know. But I think that um, if you look at what they look like, the students look like week one. It really looks like we weren't going to be having this conversation. But I think to it go did, to yeah. Las Vegas, which is a tough road team. I mean, I don't think it's an established tough road team in the sense of like we've really seen that that place turn whole games but with the freshness and newness of their franchise and how fucking nice their stadium is it doesn't look like a nice or fun place to really go to be honest for teams and i think it does it 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 does the readers a lot of favors um but i really thought that they looked good i thought kenny pickett looked good he was going through his progressions i thought he looked really solid i thought that the offense was going to get retooled and it did um it looked like they were just really slow out of the blocks in that first week really really slow out the blocks and I don't think the panic button after week one was as necessary as it was. They're always going to be decent, Bob. Like, they're always going to be decent. And here's why. Say what you will about Mike Tomlin. That dude is a damn fine football coach. I would take him in my fucking franchise in one heartbeat. He's a defensive guy. Came up as a, as a defensive backs coach. You know he was on that Tampa Bay team in that blowout Super Bowl? Remember that? I forget what year that was. 2002? Yeah, 2002. Um, 2000. I think it was 2000. 2000. No, 2000 was Ravens, Titans. Um, I think it was 02. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, you're right, you're right. Maybe. Or the 02 03 season. But he uh, he was on the, he was the defensive backs coach on that team. Um, and he is a defensive guy. He came up doing doing defenses. And he's built some decent defenses over there in Pittsburgh. But really, like I think the mark of his tenure there has been this running joke we have of like insane skill players coming out of the fucking sixth round for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's still going on. I mean, there's guys coming out of nowhere I've never heard of um it randomly week to week for them and i think that's just the sign of a good coaching staff or a a well-run franchise and i just think yeah like you can say like today was was a bad day for them because you know they were in the news today because for some reason ben roethlisberger and fucking jerome bettis wanted to like chime in about like the patriots and how the patriots Patriots back in the day yeah first of all whether you're whether you're right or wrong it doesn't help your franchise right now and you sound like fucking sore so just shut the fuck sometimes i think this shit like this is like pure sign of the matrix because they're just running out of storylines. And it's I know, like, bro, they just I know. have to they're keep like, go ask Jerome Bettis right over again. Just, yeah. <laughs> like somebody at ESPN was like, let's go ask Jerome Bettis. We called him up and was like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? He was like, let me tell you about the Patriots. <laughs> now they fucking cheated us. They stole our <laughs> And then the, like he, he goes on to describe, like, cause he's just obviously been thinking about this for years. He's going on to describe good coaching. He's like, well, then, you know, I was doing this hand signal that meant, or the offensive coordinator was doing this hand signal that meant a counter run, and we were on fourth and one, and then they called a timeout and made the nose tackle come and get a note. So they must have read the signal. It's like, that's good coaching, bro. It's not illegal to fucking read signals. Like, if they were taping your practices and stealing them, whatever. But we've been through that already. At the end of the day, like, you you got fucking, you got beat. But here's the thing. It's over, bro. It's over. Right. Then there's this other side of the argument. But then there's this other side of the argument, which fucking Patriots fans love to do, where they're like, we fucking own you. And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, you're doing that thing that Lakers fans do, where you're just like naming a very specific period because your consciousness existed during it. And you're making that count for more. And unfortunately, because like all of human existence like counts equally, (laughs) like that's just not how it works. But that's fine. What they did this thing today that annoyed me then too, because it was like obviously I like the Pittsburgh Steelers because of my wife and I, they're an AFC team, so I have no problem being on the bandwagon. But somebody came out today, he's like, "Whatever, Rodney Harrison was better than Troy Polamalu," and I'm like, "Don't say sentences like that because you may, it makes you sound like you've never watched either of those players play football because that is yeah, categorically incorrect. incorrect. That is objectively yeah, incorrect. incorrect. Yeah, like you are not about that." And it's like, not I, I can't, I can't listen to shit like sensational fucking internet takes like that. Because like you never saw Rodney off. Harrison. Yeah. Rodney Harrison never jumped seven feet over an entire defensive no, line. To block I'm sorry. Triple was one, one of the greatest <laughs> entertaining fucking play, football players I've ever seen. And like, I don't and mean to sound like great. He was a great spokesperson for head and shoulders too. Unbelievable spokesperson for head and shoulders. He was fucking, he was like. He was just the guy, dude. Like I loved that guy. You could you couldn't take your eyes on off him when you watched the Steelers game it, during that era. You could not take your eyes off him. Flowing, flowing out of that helmet, don't, bro. No, don't. The guy like invented a new way to fucking edge rush in that era. Like it's it get the fuck out of here. And he he he'll be able to show edge rushing and then be in the secondary 
to intercept your ball. Like I do, nobody ran backwards faster than that man. I'm not doing this. I'm just not doing it. Ronnie Harris is a great player in a system. He was not Troy Palomalu. Sorry. So that should tell you how 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 garbage the seven through the rest of the NFL is. That like <laughs> we just went on a you know what I mean? Like it really doesn't matter these from seven down. It really doesn't, man. Like I was looking at it, it's like there's a lot of bad football teams right now. Yeah, bad but here's the thing. Teams. Here's the thing, and I just want to prepare you for this. And a lot of the- average football teams. Sure, sure, great. Nobody's like emerged from the pack yet. I get it. The Steelers are playing the Texans next. They're not. They're, they're not, not leaving the seven. They're not. They're not leaving the seven spot. I'll, I'll tell you right now. For next week, maybe they go up. Like honestly, it depends on how bad the Cowboys do. But at the end of the day, like, I'm sorry. I mean, it's just a fucking. It's like we have to factor in these. It's, it's these a reality. Now, it's right? a reality. It's a reality. You can't be. You can't. You know what? That's a great transition because honestly, it Bobby, is. you can't be losing to the fucking Arizona Cardinals. With that defense. I almost took him out. I almost took him out. I almost took him out. You can't do it with the Arizona Cardinals looking like they figured out how to play against your defense. Like, that was the worst part of the entire fucking game. Like, they played you physical. They grinded you. They kept you on the field. Like, they did all this stuff that you're supposed to do to a defense like this, and it worked like a fucking charm. I know you were blaming the ACL tear on, on, uh, on Diggs, but... I don't know, man. You you can't look that much of a mess with one quarter going out, right? I mean, it's bad. bad. And 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 I could see that argument honestly if you had gone and played Buffalo, and it's like, well, you know, we didn't have anybody to put on their their wide receiver one, but it's like James Conner was lighting you up, bro. Like that wasn't Trayvon Diggs being missing, you know? Like James Conner running all over you. It was like a first fucking two thousand seventeen. Like what is this? They just didn't show up, man. I mean, it, it was clear from. You saw it in the group chat, man. It was, it was. We needed your options. Nine, nothing. And that's. Yeah, it, not, it, it was nine, nine nothing. And I, yeah, it was nine, nothing. And I was like, we're in trouble. You're like, calm down. I'm like, bro, I've seen, I've seen this script. Not this early though. And it's Usually. not. Yeah, it's, that it's not this early, but like, I was going to say that it might be a good thing, but like every single year there is that game <laughs> that, 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 that you just point at and you're like, this is the game that you knew that it was the same Cowboys team every single year. It was like I said, the Broncos game two years ago, the Jaguars game last year. I don't believe and that. This I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that that's what happened. I really don't. I don't. You think it was just a one week, a, a, a one week flop? I, I think that if you believe that's what's happening and they believe that's what's happening, then that's what's happening. But I also believe that I saw, a generationally good defense across the first two weeks. And I, I know what I'm looking at. I've been watching football long enough to know what I'm looking at. That can't have just disappeared. Now, if there is a genuine mental issue in, in Dallas or genuine culture issue in Dallas that like That's what worries me. A, a generationally good defense can get fucking just absolutely toppled by one bad game then i mean i guess they weren't generationally good in the first place and i was wrong but i watched it man i watched them come through on like time and time again and show the world last season and this season that they're the most talented defense in the nfl up against another good generationally good defense in the san francisco 49ers like we have two of the best defenses we've had in the last decade operating at the same time right now which is fantastic for defensive lovers like myself but they're better than the 49ers. Like, they're a better defense what, than the 49ers. Their offense is... What, what really worries me is that their two leaders might be mentally weak, which kind of makes Dak. the whole team mentally weak. Dak and who? Yeah. Dak and who? Dak and McCarthy, man. Dak and McCarthy. And, um, you know, for 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 one injury to derail a team... Parsons? Yeah, Mike is great, man, but, like, a quarterback is your leader. Your and like, leader huh? Yeah, but like you know, when you have to rely on your offense to win you a fucking game, and they can't fucking do it, and then you have Dak throwing an interception like that, and like it's just—that's what like, I'm talking about. You, you gotta, you gotta sack up and tell Dak Prescott so managing the game. He's got to be managing the game. Yeah. He's he's not there to do that shit. He started forcing it. He did. Here's the problem I'm, with Dak Prescott. I'm, I'm very down. I'm very down after this past week because when we before you go into Dak, it's just like I really thought. I really did think that this team was different. They had a different feel. They had a different, like, just... You could just be playing the tape from last season. <laughs> but, like, you really could, for real. 
But like, it's just, it was so disappointing to lose that. It would have been a disappointment to win that game by three. Yeah. And they lost yeah, by yeah, 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, you can't do, if you're an elite team, if you, if you truly are one of these top tier teams, you can't lose a game like that. You cannot yeah. lose a game. I'll like say that. this. I'll say this. It happening this early, I think is a good thing. I think it usually happens to you guys in like fucking week six or seven. And it's like, then it's like, oh, the fucking wheel starts to come off. We can just look at this as like, look, we lost our, our th- second most important defensive player. Would you say that's true? Goes down with an ACL yeah. tear. Yeah. Second yeah, most important. For sure. Um, we, you know, we had to retool the defense. They had a really good game plan coming out and we didn't react properly on offense and we can change that. Everybody calm down. It's, it's, it's a long season. Calm it down. If that's the attitude, I know you're worried about McCarthy, but if that's the attitude, then we're good. The problem with Dak is, and this is the issue I've always had with him, and I couldn't really put my fucking finger on it until I watched this game. He's so affected by the context of the game. Like, however the game is going is how, what kind of Dak Prescott you're going to get. Like, that's just true. When, when he had that shootout with uh, with Brady early last season, or was that two seasons ago now? You remember that? It's just like absolutely yeah, no, fucking. It was last year. Like, last year. Yeah, last year. Electric kickoff to the fucking NFL. Like, just an absolute shootout between the two of them, right? And that's because the context was- of the game. That's that's the context of the that context of the game put Dak in that position to do that. The forcing it into places it shouldn't be thrown. The context of the game put him in there because the context of the game said, Dak, you got to be the hero, man. Defense isn't doing it this week. This is your moment. He needs to be more consistent and be a, a so a version of himself he selects to be consistently across the board. And stop stop trying to change who you are based on how that one game is going. It's an immature approach to the game. It just is like you don't you don't get to yeah. do that, right now, man. You're you're you've been playing for long enough, and you've been leading this team long enough, and this team is built around you now, and it has been for long enough, or the offense is at least, and it has been for long enough that you need to decide who the fuck you are, man. You need to decide who you are because if you know who you are, then the context of the game doesn't matter. You know how many times I watch Tom Brady be like, "Yeah, this is how this game is going. This is how this script is going," but I'm fucking Tom Brady. Do you know how many times I watch fucking fucking Aaron Rodgers do that shit? You know, you don't even need to be Tom Brady. You can be fucking Aaron Rodgers and you can be like, no, no, that's not what's going to happen today. And he doesn't do that. He, 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 he swims in the pool of it. You know, he needs to be a lifeguard. And instead, he's like a, a, a drowning uh, fucking civilian. And it's like, dude, you got to cast yourself in the role of leader. And then you got to fulfill that. You got to fulfill that role. Don't decide that you're the outlaw Josie Wales because your team's down nine points. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yes, I do. Cause you can get in his head essentially, you know, just not to oversimplify it, but you can get in his head and teams and teams do. And I think, man, I really think that we're calling him the black Kirk cousins was a disservice to Kirk cousins because he's better than he's better than Dak. <laughs> like he just is. And I, I think that until you either make him a game manager and let your defense win the games, and and on, on their heads be it, however it goes down, then or replace them, then you're not you're not going to do it. And I, I hate to say it, I but it's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree anymore. I don't. Uh, Dak admit, period. <laughs> and, and and until until something changes, man. Until such um, times otherwise, Dak is. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, man. It's like. I I've tried to defend him for years now, and it's like every time I do, and we get to a certain point, he does something that's like, oh nope, everything's out the fucking window, and it doesn't matter anymore. You know, speaking you know, of color, he used to do the same thing to me. Yeah, same it's, bro, it's last it, last year's perfect point. It's like Tampa Bay game in the playoffs. He looks amazing, amazing, and you're like, yeah, Dak is here. And in San Francisco game, it's the same bullshit, the same stupid fucking throws, the same stupid fucking runs. And it's like, dude, I just, if, if in a league where the quarterback is the most important position by far, you can't win a game with such an in such an inconsistent quarterback until he strings together four games. You, 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 you just can't do it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, man, yeah. I don't know. I, like, I'm still pulling for him, honestly. Despite your fucking uh, abject betrayal of the Bears and me being the last man on the bandwagon there um, with Justin Fields, I really genuinely am still pulling for them. I really like their defense. Like, it, it wasn't... I, I'll happily fucking shit on you on this podcast and, and many others. I, I'm not in on the Cowboys because we're buddies. We are, but... Uh, I like them because I like watching their defense play. That's why I've been in on them for three years. Yeah. That's why well, I'm, I've been pulling for them. That's why I've enjoyed watching them play football. And it's it does. I don't want to see you sad. You know, I do feel bad when this stuff happens to you. But I think that there's some cold truths that need to emerge in Dallas uh, this week if they're going to do anything. Um, agreed. agreed. On that note, this is a bit big. This is a very big week for them. If they if they lose to this fucking Pats team, dude, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't think they will. I'm I really yeah, they, I, I don't think, I think they're starting to have a bounce back week, and I think they'll be able to do it. And honestly, a lot of the, the glaring stuff, like the, the technical stuff, like we're talking about this shit on a meta level. Like, is Dak Prescott the kind of human being like to that can lead a group of men to war? Like we're we're talking about it on that level. And listen, that this show descends into that all the time because of how my brain works and how often I take edibles. But the technical stuff <laughs> being Zeke's out of there, Tony Pollard's the RB1. Um you know, I think that your wide receiver room has improved. Uh, I think that McCarthy Collin plays is better than you thought it was going to be. And I think that that's going to remain true. I think that uh, the Arizona Cardinals might have just played a really good game. Dude. Like they might have just gone and played a really good game. Like they might have won that game more than you guys lost. Oh, There's cool. a good chance of that being true. Like I, I watch them do good shit as more than I watch the Cowboys make egregious mistakes. Not that they did. Um, so I'm just trying to, I just trying to pep you up at the end because we got to get through the rest of the team and you look really still 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 I know you've had a tough day, but we're here we're talking about football. Um, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, the resurgent, the surging, the, the, the fantastical Buffalo Bills coming out and finally beating teams that they should after losing to the fucking Aaron Rodgers list jets week one. Um, they're a weird team, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about them in the context of the number one team in the power rankings, and we're going to have to do a little skipping around here because they're playing the Dolphins this weekend. And it's a cliche. It's I especially a cliche on the show, game. but we are going to know a lot about a lot of stuff after this Sunday um, in, in the early <laughs> I know. I think that's our number oh, one. That's our number one phrase, right? We're gonna know a lot this week. Well, we We're are though. Out a lot. We are though. It's uh, <laughs> it's the Buffalo Bills, and they're playing the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins look. I mean, quite honestly, they look like the best offense we've seen in 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 three or four decades. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> they look so fucking. Good. That's what they look like, and I don't know if anyone expected that, but here we are. Um, I was more concerned about two his brain health going into this year. Um, I thought you and Mike made a really good point last week about like if you release the ball quickly and you keep your quarterback safe and like they are so fast like they are just the fastest kids. They're the fastest team I've ever. They're the fastest you've ever seen in my life. Like, it's so fun to watch. It was fun as fuck to watch them put a beat down on Denver like that, Um, especially with like Sean Payton and the shitty talk and how weird of a guy Russ is and. And just like all the stuff that's been happening in Denver and all the shit they've been saying. And I don't even hate the Denver Broncos, to be honest with you. I find them nothing. I nothing them like as a franchise. I don't know how you feel about them, but uh, you might be a little closer to them because of what like went down with the Cowboys and them in the, in the 90s. Um, but I think I, I don't I don't think about them all that much, uh, but they, they did open their mouths a lot. And they got to beat down, putting them in. I love Mike McDaniel. And we talk about this every week. Like, I love Mike McDaniel so much. And I like him and Tua. I like Tua. Um, I think I'll be pulling for the Dolphins in this Bills uh, Dolphins game this Sunday, which is really weird because they're the front runners, and I usually don't do that with neutral teams. But like, man, they're fun to watch. Is it going to be a shootout? What are we going? What like what are we looking for to know about the Bills, our fifth our fifth place power rank team? What what do we need to see from them? Uh, and I think it's defensive, isn't it? Like, what, can they slow down the Dolphins? Because then, if they can, I mean, in the in the context yeah. of the NFC and their division specifically. Which damn that division's fucking loaded, huh? <laughs> Just with those two teams in it, like holy shit. Um, but what do you think? Like, what, what what do we need to see from the Bills? And like, what what's going to convince you that the Bills are not the Week One Bills, but they're in fact the Week Three Bills? Yeah, I just feel like that Jets game is going to be that game that like we look back on, like Simmons says this all the time, like that Week One game. Where you're like, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, that's right. going to be that game. Because because the Jets the Jets aren't going to win more than three four games this year if they continue at this rate and the Bills in my opinion are the team we saw the last two weeks I mean they put a beat down on the fucking Raiders they put a beat down be 
last week on the Commanders. And yeah, but like they they didn't just beat these teams, bro. They beat them into the fucking ground. What was it? It was uh thirty eight to ten, and then thirty seven to three. Like they beat these fucking teams into the ground, and the Commanders were 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 riding high. They were at home. It was like. You know, the, the stadium was finally full. Like, I actually put money on the Commanders this week because I was like, wow, they're going to cover the spread. They definitely are. They're going to keep it close because, <laughs> yeah, it was. It turned out to be really fucking dumb, actually. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it, it it's all Josh Allen in that running game. Listen, if James Cook is really real, and we, we, we've said this for years, man, uh, since we started doing this show, that you can't have a running game with your quarterback as your best runner. You just can't do it, man. And and until that changed, I thought there was too much on Josh Allen's shoulders. He was trying to do too much. Finally, they have a running game. And, and, and Cooks, two, two weeks in a row, 19 for over 100 or 20 for over 100. If that continues, I think the Bills are going to be really tough to beat, man. I really do. And I, I, I like we said, we say it all the fucking time. But we're going to know a lot this week. If the Bills go in... <laughs> And beat my and beat Miami, man. That's that's a real team because Miami's looked like world beaters so far. They've obviously, you know, that that offense looks unbelievable. So if the Bills can figure out a way to go in there and beat them this week, they're obviously going to be moving up this list pretty high. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, if if the other Josh Allen emerges, then they'll fall down the other way. So I think with them, the story so far is I think they have the biggest. Uh, biggest ceiling to floor ratio in the yeah. league right now. Boomer bust. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're definitely a ceiling floor team for sure. Yeah, I agree totally. I think uh, I think Josh Allen is the ter- determining factor. I was really worried by their running game. Again, like I I don't I don't know what the fuck happens back there, but yeah, Josh Josh looked like Josh. Uh, Stefan looked like Stefan. He was fucking styling on dudes talking shit like vintage so we'll see we will see i'm i'm the jury's out on them for me still i i don't i don't have a definitive deliberative thing to say about them yet because i think i i think that like you said i mean their downside is still ever present and they really could even though on paper it doesn't look like it they're the wheels really could still fall off so like let's let's wait and see let's look at three and four yeah. as a group also um you put the Chiefs at four, the Eagles at three. Is this just the hipster thing you're doing about the Chiefs again? I mean, I it seems unfair. It seems unfair to me. I know that they lost the game and the Eagles haven't, but the performance they put in, I know it was against the Bears, who looked like shit, but it's they they look pretty definitive. Like the Chiefs look pretty fucking definitive. And you're 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 doing that thing again where you're out on the fuck Kansas City Chiefs. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm not, you I'm not, I'm not out on them. It's just the Eagles didn't I already already had them below the Eagles, and it's the same thing as last year where it's like the Eagles didn't do anything to make me drop them. And I, I I don't mean to offend you with this, but you know, beating the Bears isn't enough to jump them above the above the Eagles. I'm sorry. Is beating uh, the Eagles you know? enough to jump them above the Eagles? Because like they're still last the year, you know. Listen, they still they still they still had a tough game against what the is Jaguars. What is it and about- the Jaguars the Jaguars just fucking lost to the fucking fucking Jaguars just the Texans. And they barely beat the Jags. So it's like, you know, it's, it's just, I, I don't think, I don't think there's much difference. If you were to make me, I think you could take these top four teams as long as, you know, that number one team's quarterback stays healthy, jump them in a jar in any order. Would have been all their quarterbacks stay I, healthy. I, 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 yeah. Well, actually maybe two, three, and four, because I think number one stands out after this past week, but two, two, three, and four. You could jumble them in a jar, and I don't think one stands out above the rest. I think they're all right there. Um, I, I think we're running back the same exact fucking script that we ran back last year. I, I just think that we're literally, it's the same five to six teams, the same, you know, those, and especially these top four, as long as, again, that quarterback stays healthy. These all teams last year. Present in this uh, in this discussion as they, they were now. last year. Started, the year, but they yeah. were last year for not, yeah. Not like, they were not man. Fucking one with a bullet, though, you know. But the, but they were though. But they Tua was Tua was an MVP conversation at the beginning of last year too, and then he by his fucking brain turned into much. We should start you know betting, so, the, should start as, betting as, the script. <laughs> like, let's just like look back what happened for real though, because just no, it's like I'm betting those lines. 
because it's, it really seems like they're running it back because it's just like these four teams really do stand out. And obviously we'll get to the rest of them, but like the, the I just couldn't, obviously it could change week to week with these teams. Um, but I don't see many teams jumping into this top four besides these guys, unless someone hurts, unless something changes. I think so this not, is not the top Cowboys, four. not the Cowboys. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to take a lot for them to win. Not my the Bills? The Bills could jump up if they beat the Dolphins. So that's what I mean. It, it's, things change if if the Bills beat the Dolphins. That changes things, obviously, because yeah. you know that 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 changes who we think the Dolphins are. Because right now it doesn't look like anyone can stop them. But yeah, no, we'll it see. really does. Um, on that note, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, Um comparatively to the since we're talking about sort of all of them now, comparatively to the rest of the teams in here, you put them at number two. I think it's completely fair that they're over the Eagles. The Eagles, the Eagles, it's like I can't quite put my finger on what's wrong with them. Like, I, I know that they've been winning their games. Two new coordinators. Two new coordinators. That's what you it think? is. You think that's what it is? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, also tough, think that, I also think that Deon, the ch- chances of DeAndre Swift making it 18 games, uh, 17 games with uh, it's it's pretty slim. And it's like he looked so good for them that I think they're going to be, it's going to be impossible to resist the temptation of starting to use is, him more and rely on him more. Is he better than Miles Sanders? I think he is, yeah. right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, the way he yeah. runs, especially in that offense and the way that offensive line like gives him space, like he's, he's, it's a match made in heaven. It's, it's pretty close to McCaffrey and the 49ers to me. Um, he, it's, it's like what you were saying when McCaffrey got traded to the Niners. It's like he just looks right in that jersey. He just looks correct in that jersey right now. Yeah. And, yeah. It it does look right, but uh, you know I would just be really really worried about his health. I also don't uh, like to be honest. With the exception of the 49ers, I'm taking the Dolphins QB at like over uh, over Hertz. I'm taking I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking Josh Allen. I'm not taking Dak Prescott, and I'm probably not. Eagles 49ers are like I I'm always been a little bit more down on Hertz maybe than everybody else. Like is that unfair? You think? No, no. And I think being up on Purdy is is smart, to be honest. I really I, like I Brock think he Purdy. Really good. I think he's he, really he good. does. He he looks the part, man. And I know it's a system. Type of guy. It's like but 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 it's like exactly what you were saying with Dak, where it's like Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy and he's always gonna be that guy, no matter what situation he right. gets put in, right. no matter what happens, that's the quarterback he is. And that's what I love about him. And I think coming into the season, you know, if it weren't for 70 points, the 49ers would be the number one team on this list. You know what I mean? If if it weren't for what we just saw the Dolphins do, the 49ers are the best overall football team in this league, talent-wise, weapons-wise, um, coaching-wise, just, you know, all around, I think they're the best team. But what we just saw the Dolphins do put them ahead of them. But with Brock Purdy, solidifying the only question mark I had on this team coming into the season, literally the only question mark. It, it just, it, they're, they're going to be tough to beat. They really are, man. And I, I, as much as it pains me to say it, you know what I mean? With, with them being like our biggest rival right now, I, I love the 49ers this year. I love watching <laughs> them. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I it's, it's like the same thing with the Eagles last year where it like pained me. Yeah. How much I enjoyed watching them play football. Yeah, I mean, I was it, just saying this about how much I enjoyed watching the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying this about the Lions, and I have even less of a reason to enjoy watching them than you have to watch watch the 49ers. The 49ers are objectively fucking fun to watch. Like, objectively. They really are. Like, I yeah. like turning on their games. So I am pulling for them. I think I think we have the opportunity to do, to do a fun little thing that we often do uh, when it works out like this. We have two NFC teams and two AFC teams in the top four. So just to add context and put you in a position where you actually have to make these calls. Um, I would, I want to know something about how the courage of your convictions and your power rankings here. So the dolphins and the chiefs are two AFC teams, the Eagles and the 49ers are two NFC teams. So I'll start with an easier one. The dolphin, if, if, if it is easy, the dolphins are your number one team. The 49ers are your number two team. Uh, Sorry, sorry. The Dolphins are your number one team. The Chiefs are your number four team. They play each other in the AFC Championship game. Who advances to the Super Bowl? Right now? Yeah. Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, my Definitely. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's planting this flag on the Chiefs hate. Bro, I, 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 if, if, it's week, if it's this Sunday coming up, 
I have so much more confidence in what I've seen from the Dolphins. It's, not, it's the it's, AFC championship game. It, it's 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 like twenty weeks. But, but, but you can't. But like, it, it, is it going to be fucking? No, because that's Jared the point of this game. Starting that's with the, the Dolphins. I don't know the who their backup game. is. I just pulled no, out a random quarterback. No, you know? no, 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 no. That's the point of this game. We're talking about the. We're not talking about if they play each other this Sunday because that's not the fucking AFC championship game. I'm talking about. It's the AFC Championship game. You have this currently constituted Dolphin squad. You have the currently constituted Chiefs squad. And you have to remember how many fucking AFC Championship games you've watched the Chiefs play. They're playing each other. That's the point of this game is to make you think about that. It's not if they played each other this Sunday. That's what the power rankings are fucking answering. You're already, you already put them three places above the fucking Chiefs. We already got the answer to that question. I'm saying it's the AFC Championship game. Balls on the floor. Everybody's out. And it's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Against Tua, Tyreek, who you got? I think you're still in Dolphins, bro. All right, we'll see. We'll fucking see. I guess. I mean, you, you, could, you think you think could? I mean, I think Darius Tony is your number one in Kansas City. I think that Darius no, Tony is the number one. I understand. I understand. I think that the chances of the, of the Chiefs managing their way through another successful NFL campaign. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> and then and then getting to a Super Bowl that they've done before and then winning a Super Bowl that they've done before twice. I'm not uh I'm not doubting their ability to do that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying who it, looks on form right now. If it was in Miami, would Kansas City still be favored in that game? What do you think? Would they be favored by like Vegas five? Like no, uh, Vegas was. Yeah. Yeah. Be close, would. right? It'd be like one 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 Miami, maybe one Kansas like, City. They might be left. at best, I'd say. Yeah. I, I would yeah. say I would say it's probably like minus one forty five would be your would be your odds on the Chiefs at this point. So I mean I think that tells you right there who who no, say that's a compliment to the Dolphins. That is. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean you're right though that like I think Vegas would, would favor the Chiefs in that situation though, because of what they've been through. The situation in the past, but I just man, this Dolphins offense looks so fucking good. I mean, he's so good. dude. He's that dude, and like he, yeah. be, until you start believing that, like you're gonna, you're gonna keep like running into this wall over and over again. Like he's that dude, bro. Like he's just, it's a fun wall, though. It's a fun it's wall. A fun, I like that. Great for me. I, it makes for great content. Don't stop doing it. Um, <laughs> same question. NFC Championship game. Now you understand the context before you try to rewrite the fucking rules of this little game that we play every goddamn week of our ranking show. Um, I try to rewrite it every time. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, what? Right now, play. I mean, Patrick Holmes you know. with, like, you know, you'd have to get out of bed right now. Like, it's what time Did is it? Kelsey again? break up with Taylor Swift? No, like, what, I mean, what's the... <laughs> so, uh, 49ers Eagles. This is actually a tougher one, I think, maybe, even if, if that's possible to answer it at this present moment. Uh, 49ers, Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Who you got? That is tough. I think it's 49ers, though. Um, I know I answered the Eagles a lot last year, but the Niners just look so good, man. That That's interesting. Good. That's interesting. Yeah, they look I was, really, really good. I would probably lean 49ers, too, but I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Are you going to say Eagles? That's, that is Well, it's just the, the losing. I think the losing as a coordinator is a bigger deal than people make it out to be. You know, Matt, I, I it seems like it, doesn't it, the way that they're playing? Yeah, it, it looks sloppier. It looks less, less. Uh, That's not to say you know, they don't flow as much, man. Exactly. exactly. It's not to say they can't get there, but they just look different. And until they, you know, and the 49ers are the same coaching staff, same quarterback, everything coming back. They have, you know what I mean? They're literally the same team as last year. So I don't see any reason, you know, why, why not to put them ahead of them and why they wouldn't keep this team this time around. If they had Brock Purdy as their quarterback, let's not let's not forget Brock Purdy literally didn't play in that NFC Championship game last year. Sure. His his entire elbow exploded in the first quarter. So, yeah. um, and 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 the Fortnite still hung around in that game for a while when they couldn't throw the ball. So it was like you know I I think if you rematch that it could turn out different, and I think this year will turn out different. I would take the Fortnite. All very interesting. The storylines of actual NFL football are developing. Uh, they are they are sort of coming down the pipe uh, slowly but surely, and maybe even a little faster than last year, to be honest. I thought there was like a lot more parity and a lot of confusion. We had to kind of vamp a little bit more across the first four or five weeks of the NFL, but some stuff is getting established. Travis Kelsey's uh, date a pop star, and uh, the rest of us 
just look on in contempt of their wealth. Uh, this has been Missing the Point with the Power Ranking Show for myself, DK Sizzle, for my good friend, the real BK Bob Kelly, who braved, by the way, sickness and, uh, and, and, and unsleeping children to be here for your listening pleasure. So your ears should thank him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Power Ranking Show. Good night. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric acid.